Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. On today's show, what is fishing and how can you avoid it? Stick around. Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users, or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway, to the trending topics of the day such as, are taxes going up or down, and who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decision you can make, and ultimately, your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So, thanks for joining the discussion, and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to Things You Should Know Podcast. My name is Kelly, I'm your host, and it's my pleasure as always to welcome you into the podcast. What an informative and empowering uh, podcast we have for you this week. This is something we can all identify with. We probably have reached a level of frustration that uh, is almost cataclysmic in terms of the number of phone calls, emails, and text messages we get anonymously from people who somehow have our contact information. So today, we're going to be talking about phishing, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, not fishing, like for fish. What is it? How can we avoid it? And who to report it to? So stick around for that. Guys, I appreciate you so much each week for supporting the podcast. Those of you who've taken the time to go ahead and subscribe, thank you so much. Go ahead right now. If you're a newcomer uh, or if you're an old-timer and you just haven't subscribed to the podcast, wherever you're listening to it, Apple Podcasts or Amazon Echo or wherever the case may be, go ahead and subscribe now so that the next episode, which will be in another 48 hours, when it comes out, you may be the first to know about it and listen. Please continue to like, share, comment uh, with our content. It really helps us grow organically. Uh, if you can share it with your family, friends, and, show, and associates, we really would appreciate it. And in addition to that, we have now a subscription option for you. 
We do. We've got two different plans. You can head over to things you should know dot supertech. I'm sorry, supercast.tech. Supercast.tech. Things you should know dot supercast dot tech. Or just click on the link that's in the show notes and it'll take you straight over. It'll explain the options and what you get for your subscriptions. We're really, really thankful for the way the podcast has taken off, for your support, for your continued support. We really do appreciate it. And one of the things that I like to do is continue to bring you great value. And I feel like today's conversation, today's conversation is necessary. I don't know about you. Let's go ahead and jump into it. I don't know about you, but if someone else calls me, If someone else calls me about a car warranty, (laughs) oh my, uh, we're going to have a problem. Here's what's strange about this. Supposedly, you're not able to assess someone's personal information and contact them without their knowledge or permission. Supposedly. But you and I both know that something has gone awry. Something has gone awry. And uh, we're going to be talking about fishing today. Uh, this is something that I have experienced personally. This is something that I know affects seniors in particularly. I've known a few seniors that have been uh, harassed, if you will. And calls like this uh, can really upset folks that don't know that this is nonsense. My mom is one of these people. When you don't know uh, that uh, folks can just call you uh, on on the on the brim and just state these things that uh, seemingly are facts. For example, from Social Security office. Uh, we're just calling to let you know that your social security number has been identified as, you know, this, this and that, or your benefits are in in in, in uh, limbo, whatever the case may be. It really frightens these seniors. They don't know. And so they're willing to act to ensure that their benefits are not interrupted. And what happens? They get caught up in a phishing scam. And so I'm starting a series. One of my really good friends and fraternity brother, someone I've known for years, is a subject matter expert, uh, from my opinion, as it relates to tech. So whenever I have a question related to tech, he's my guy. If it's, you know, hardware, he's my guy. If it's software, he's my guy because he knows this stuff. And I'm bringing him on in two days time to continue this conversation I'm starting today. I'm going to educate you on what phishing scams are, what some of the more popular ones uh, have been identified around the U.S. because the federal government is watching this. Uh, You've got AARP and other institutions that are watching this. And to ensure that information is out there, to um, empower, you know, empower the consumer. Say, listen, guys, we got some bad folks out there that are trying to grab your information. So don't respond if. Don't be afraid if. So let's get into it.
So let's start. Let's start at the beginning. Here's what I like. I've got, as we normally do, a number of articles that um, will support what we're talking about today. So you can go through and read at your leisure. Uh, Google has uh, some information on phishing, how to avoid it, and what it is. So let's start at the beginning. What is it? Avoid and report phishing emails. What is phishing? A phishing attack happens when someone tries to trick you into sharing personal information online. This has become very prevalent over the time of COVID because so many people are forced to be online. You know as well as I do with COVID that everyone was indoors. So much of our interaction was done electronically and virtually, particularly young people who would normally be in school. They are online at home. So these phishing attacks have really increased. So they can happen online. That can be through a chat interaction, email, etc., or it can be a phone call. It can actually be a phone call. So I'm going to give you an example of a few that I've received. So number one, uh, via email, if you ever receive an email that you don't identify the username, the sender, or the content, never click on the link. Never click on the link. It is usually an attempt to gain access to your information, whether it's your network, whether it's actual information. Never click on this. So according to Google, phishing is usually done through email, through ads and by sites that look similar to sites you've already used. For example, if you go to pay your bill at at pay your sell bill. Uh, someone could respond or send you an email that looks like it's from AT&T saying, hey, your information been compromised. Please confirm your user ID. Please confirm, you know, X, Y, and Z. Well, AT&T is not going to, to to do that. And you need to know that. You need to know what the... What the um, uh, protocol is for these different companies that they won't reach out to you directly and ask you for personal information because nine times out of 10, the IRS, Social Security, Apple, AT&T, they're not going to ask you for personal information online. They're not going to do it. So if you're being asked for your personal information online, nine times out of 10, it is a phishing attempt by someone to gain access to your information. Here's another example. Someone who is phishing might send you an email. may look like it's from your bank, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, whoever you bank with. And you'll give them the information about your bank account. Don't do that. Don't do that. No reputable bank is going to electronically ask you for information, quite honestly, that they already have. But number two, they're not going to ask you to validate that online. Phishing emails or sites may also ask you for these things. So here, here are some alerts. Phishing 
emails, or sites may ask you for the following. Username and passwords are always a trigger. Do not ever give anyone your username and password through email or any sort of chat online. Number two, social security number. I'll tell you a quick little story. I am taking a trip to Disney World for my birthday in the fall, and I'm renting a home to do that. And as I was renting the home, made my deposit, the renter responds back to me and says, okay, that's excellent. Thank you so much for renting our home. We'll need a copy of your driver's license, your full name, social security number, etc." I said, oh, no. No, 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 no. Who? I've rented homes online before through VRBO, by the way. Vacation rental. A vacation rental. I don't know what it stands for. Vacation rental something online. And it's a wonderful site. And it's because I know that this is not something that happens. I said, well, wait a minute. Why do you need this? Well, it's a protocol from the site. VRBO makes us do this and makes us do that. No, it's not. No, it is not. Immediately, I canceled my booking. Immediately, I canceled it. Anytime someone asks you for your picture, let let me just explain to you why I knew this was phishing. Imagine what you can gain access to with someone's picture ID social security number, date of birth, and any type of login and password. You basically can become them. Do not ever give anyone your access, picture ID, social security number online. In addition, let's go back to the to the article here. Phishing emails may also ask you for bank account numbers, which you should never give electronically. It should ask you for PIN numbers, which you also should never give electronically. Credit card numbers, mother's maiden name, and your birthday. These, as you can identify, are safety mechanisms, which usually are asked within a transaction when you're making your when you're making your uh, login and password. It asks you for security code and some sort of question in the event that you forget what your password is. So it'll ask you to ensure that you're you. Don't give that to anyone else. There are times when you will have to identify yourself if you forget your password, if you're locked out of a system, out of your bank account. But that process will be much different than what I'm describing here via email through a um, uh, uh, to, 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 a, to a more secure site. Now, how can you report phishing emails. According to Google, when we identify that an email may be phishing or suspicious, we might show a warning or move the email to spam. That's why so many of your emails go to spam. If an email wasn't marked correctly, follow the steps below. Number one, when you manually move an email into your spam folder, Google will receive a copy of the email and they may analyze it to help protect you in the future from spam. If you want to report a phishing email on your computer, you can go to Gmail, open the message next to the reply arrow, 
Click more. Click more. M-O-R-E. And underneath that uh, symbol, underneath that heading, there will be a subheading that says report phishing. Report phishing. And that's the way you report it to um, to Google. If you want to avoid phishing attacks, be careful anytime that you get an email from a site asking for your personal information. Number one, don't click any links. Don't provide any personal information. Don't confirm that the email has been received or is real. Number two, the sender has a Gmail address. Make sure that you report this to Google because somehow they've gotten past their security measures. When you get an email that looks suspicious, here's some things that you want to check out. Ready? Number one, check that the email address and the sender's name actually match. So let's say, for example, and this has happened to me. I've gotten emails from supposedly Wells Fargo, who I bank with, supposedly Apple, who I have my ecosystem with, my phone and my computers with. And it'll say Apple, you know, such and such at Apple.com. But when you click on the email, you'll see there's some long, some elongated email address with numbers and alphas in it. It's really not from Apple. Really not from Apple. Very easy way to discern. If you're getting an email from Social Security, for example, here's one thing that I'll tell you. Any email that you get from any government agency will end in either .mil, M-I-L, like military. If you're not in the military, don't worry about it. Or .gov, .gov, government. If the Social Security uh, email comes to you, and it is from anything other than .gov. It's not from Social Security. So even as I go through this and I'm talking about this, I realize that a lot of seniors don't know this. I interact with a lot of seniors through a program, Meals on Wheels. So I know that they're less technically savvy than others. I try to work with my mom as much as I can. She's in another state. And she at least has access to me where she can call and ask questions. But so many seniors don't, which is why they're prime picking for these types of attacks. And also, this is why we're going to have our subject matter expert on in two days, because we've got an article from AARP and they've identified their top scams targeting older Americans in 2021. And we're going to go through every one of them. We're going to let you know what are the top phishing scams of 2021. I've already uh, alluded to two. One is regarding Social Security. There are ones around COVID-19, as you would expect. There are also ones around Zoom, of all things. Zoom. Medicare. Um, It's just these guys have so much time on their hands to do this kind of foolishness. And we're going to help you out. We're going to go through them one by one, provide you with what the scam, what the scammers are saying so that when they say it to you, you'll know you'll be empowered. All right. Avoid phishing attacks. Don't click on any links. Don't provide personal information. 
That was number one. Number two, if the sender has a Gmail address, make sure you report it to Gmail. Number three, check the email address and the sender name. Make sure they match. Check if the email is authenticated. Check the message headers to make sure that the from header isn't showing an incorrect name. There will be a lot of inconsistencies when it comes to these phishing. My only problem with providing this information is that seniors don't really understand what I've just said. Sometimes people who are not very technically savvy don't understand it. We're going to go into a little bit more detail in two days. Also, federal government through consumer.ftc.gov has provided uh, some information on how to avoid phishing scams. And as we always do, we're going to put all this information on our Facebook page so you can read through it. Here are some of the titles and some of the subtitles. Number one, how to recognize and avoid phishing scams, which is what we're talking about. Uh, Subtitle is how to protect yourself from phishing attacks. What to do if you suspect a phishing attack. What to do if you respond to a phishing email. And lastly, how to report a phishing email. We kind of already talked about that. But guys, I just wanted to bring this to you today. Because this is becoming more and more prevalent and we're seeing more and more, um, I guess I can say attacks uh, against, you know, uh, folks, particularly our seniors. I won't get into all of the uh, minutiae of the election several years ago and the interruptions and these different things. But this has become a part of our culture now these sort of attacks and we need to know the importance of cybersecurity, infrastructure security and how to protect ourselves and what exactly do we look out for what does it look like what is phishing what is cybersecurity? so when we bring on our expert uh, in two days be here so that we can talk through some of what we just talked about today but I sort of wet your whistle Give me a little bit of information. Give me a little bit of power so you know what phishing is, how to identify some of the key indicators, and what to do if you have seen and want to report a phishing email. So that's a good start for today. We're going to come back in two days' time. We'll have our expert on, and we're going to ask a multitude of questions. So make sure that you're here so that you can be aware of those answers. He deals with this every day single day has a multitude of clients where he's trying to always keep them safe from fraud and scam and so the protocols and the procedures that he has in place to ensure their infrastructure is one that you could possibly use to ensure your own safety okay thank you guys so much for joining me today don't forget that we do offer a subscription service here at things you should know where we've got some behind the scenes We have some additional content. We even have a way for you to interact with me, the show host. Ask questions, make suggestions and comments about any ongoing show or upcoming shows. Okay? Guys, I hope you're doing well. Uh, Come back and see us in two days. We're going to keep this conversation going. Thank you, and I'll talk to you then. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. 
We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.